Bring it. Hello, everybody. Welcome once again to Feud for Thought with me, Ben Simmons, and my as ever esteemed colleague, me, Martin Hill. Yes, we're back again. Thanks for joining. Uh, pleasure to be here. How are you, Martin? Good, man. Good. Uh, yeah, always a pleasure to come back and do a little uh, podcast. Although, Indeed. yeah, it is, getting, it is getting further apart than what we're doing. But, yeah. <laughs> I've forgotten uh, what number nice we're on now. Back. Sort of mid fifties, late fifties. I want to get to a hundred, definitely. So in life or uh, <laughs> in anything podcast. I do, I want to get to a yeah. hundred. So yeah, that's yeah. the goal. Is it a hundred? A hundred? A hundred pennies an hour. I saw um, Ricky Gervais, well, only a clip of Ricky Gervais's stand-up thing on Netflix, and someone was like, why don't you stop drinking? Then you'll live longer. If you stop drinking, you live till 80. And he's like, yeah, but then you live the worst years. It's like 70 to 80-year-olds are absolutely knackered. <laughs> it's like, I want to go out of here before then and not be sat in a chair dribbling. I was like, right, I'd quite like to get to 100 and still be not dribbling when I'm 80 then. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to lie. There's very little chance of me making it to 100, I imagine. But uh, yeah. it'd be interesting. It'd be nice. Um, yeah. Think that when you see the Queen, like the with all the Jubilee stuff, and she's like, you look at her, she's like, oh, she's, she's nearly there. Like, yeah. I'd be gutted if she didn't make it. I was gutted that uh, Prince Philip didn't make it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Because, you know, it would have been funny waking up that morning, wouldn't it, with a... <laughs> the telegram <laughs> she's just sitting there with the telegram around here's mum yeah there you go it'd be weird she has to write just write a memo to yourself love happy hundredth if she gets there yeah nice well that's the joke no one knows what what she would do yeah uh ironically what you did there though ben is open up uh a little thing into today's topic oh have i unwittingly yeah Unwittingly, but <laughs> but yeah, because that kind of stuff is exactly what pees me off and okay. why we are talking about what we're doing is when the guy said to Ricky Gervais, why don't you stop drinking because you'll live till 80? Yeah. What kind of advice is that? <laughs> and what is it What is it founded in? Where is yeah. that? He's just made that statistical. Like, who says if you stop drinking that you live till 80? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You could stop drinking and get hit by a bus the next day. Totally. <laughs> So yeah, you'll get hit by a bus, but there's no, but even then, there is no medical proof that if everybody stops drinking now, they will automatically <laughs> live longer. Yeah, sure, sure, it's yeah. It's a complete mis, and yet this guy will have been on his horse about it probably. <laughs> Maybe it's not during the the um, thing there, but yeah. Anyway, well, admittedly, the today's topic has been driven more by uh, the hill than myself, but I'm excited to get involved in it. And it's all centered around advice, maybe when you don't want advice from people, but we can talk about good advice that's been given to us, bad advice that's been given to us, uh, tips and tricks that people have offered that you kind of find pointless. Or I can, I can remember when I first started working in the comedy act with my dad, Obviously, I took over from my uncle. And in the double act, my dad was always the stupid one. My uncle was the serious one, getting annoyed at him and trying to keep him under control. And for about 18 months after we started working together, so many people in the business who watched our act came up to me afterwards and like, you want to be like this with him. You want to be like this. Your uncle used to do this. You want to do this. You know, why aren't you a bit harsher with him? You're too nice to him. Why don't you do it? And I was like, can I just do it? And can everyone shut up and leave me alone? <laughs> and admittedly, some of it was from people I respect and some of it was just kind of a bit irrelevant. And then what was quite nice was after about 18 months, that all kind of stopped. And I was like, oh, I must be doing okay now because nobody's telling me how to do it any differently. But it's weird how sometimes things like that get you back up a little bit. So Yeah, it is. So what essentially it's that look there's i make no secret about the fact that i am heavily uh that i you know i am an addict i have been an addict for many years of my life right. to a particular substance uh called pepsi max everyone who <laughs> yeah, knows yeah. me knows that i drink pepsi max but i will probably admit that i drink pepsi max more than 
anybody I probably know. <laughs> which is, which is a, I'm not saying more than anyone because I'm willing to bet there is someone who will literally live off a drink. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> I don't. And I can't, as a consequence, people notice it because I'm forever drinking out of a bottle of Pepsi Max. Yeah. So the amount of people that tell me what it is doing to me and that I shouldn't drink it and all that is unwanted advice. As if I'm, as if I've <laughs> never heard this stuff before. People seem to infuriatingly keep telling me. Yeah. The other thing that keeps annoying me is plastic bottles. Now Pepsi Max comes in plastic bottles, so yeah. I get lots of information about all the plastic bottle waste, which I do take quite seriously because I do recycle and stuff like that as yeah, well. Yeah. 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 So I started reusing my Pepsi Max bottles. Right. So I kept the bottles and <laughs> I buy the larger bottles or for, I can't remember, I think it was for Christmas, uh, my wife bought me the, um, what do you call it, pump thing. Uh, oh, like stream. a soda stream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Where, where you can make your own Pepsi Max. So I refill the Pepsi Max bottles that I have and I'll take them with me to work. I'll take them with me wherever. Yeah, sure. And then in a bizarre twist, right, <laughs> I, I got told uh, this week, and this is what started this thing off, because I was thinking about it for a couple of days and it started winding me up, <laughs> that I shouldn't reuse the bottles because the Pepsi Max will be dissolving the bottles in some way and bits of the plastic will be going into the liquid and I shouldn't drink it because it's really bad for me. Right. Now, I lost my shit with this <laughs> because I was like, what's the actual F are you talking about? You cannot tell me that drinking Pepsi Max is bad because it rots everything, including the plastic, and then tell me that I shouldn't be using plastic because it doesn't biodegrade and it can't go everywhere. If both of your statements that you're trying to have a go at me about are true then why do we not just get a big vat of Pepsi Max <laughs> and put all the plastic in the world in it so it can just dissolve the crap out of it and then everyone's happy because no one will be drinking the Pepsi Max and there'll be no nothing plastic. <laughs> and I got so wound up. I'm like, why are you all telling me this stuff that is so contradictory and such rubbish that I can't <laughs> even be bothered to have a conversation with you about it? I can and see... And the other thing can... is... <laughs> it's people... People say, "Oh, I put a penny in a bit of coke, and it can... do it with what? Do it with any liquid, and I guarantee you, the penny will come clean." Stop talking rubbish with your BS. I love, I love that you're getting, <laughs> you're getting wound up just telling the story. Oh, so but... aggravating. Do you know what so does it? Right, I'm talking about it now on a public forum. Fair this enough. Is the topic, Ben. People's stupid <laughs> advice that it's unnecessary and unwanted. Do you know what does annoy me? Those videos you get on YouTube or like posts on social media that's like, yeah, if you boil up a, a bottle of Coke, this is what's left at the end of it. Isn't that disgusting? That's going into your body. I'm like, yeah, but your body doesn't operate at 100 degrees C and boil the Coke <laughs> inside you. Yes, any substance, if you sort of break it down into its component parts, you can do something and get weirded out by what's left if you do a chemical experiment at the end of it. It's like we're drinking it most of that will pass through your body and like with anything humans consume the stuff that's no good to you comes out in waste so it's always wound me up that oh my god look yeah, at this. the body it's... is very good at taking things out you know it, it yeah. does the process that and you if need. you can't go through and the waste more to the point sorry ben i cut you off it's still angering me more <laughs> to the point with things like coca-cola this thing has been around for years. I can't tell you how long Coca-Cola has been around, but years and years, Pepsi equally, years and years and years, yeah, well, yeah, 50 yeah. years plus. I don't know of anybody who on their epitaph on their gravestone has got death by Coke. Well, Coca-Cola <laughs> anyway, not normal Coke. Like death okay. by Coke. It just, it's not a thing. Yes. Drinking it in vast quantities is of anything, any yeah. substance. You yeah, drink yeah, in yeah. Vast yeah. Jesus, you're drinking of water, you'll drown. Yeah, if anything you drink in vast quantities is just going to have an adverse effect. Well, that, that's absolutely that's water's what we're. And made I'm of. not sitting here advocating everybody to drink loads of Coke and Pepsi Max and stuff. I'm not. I'm just. I appreciate it is an addiction I have. Um, but, but you're right. No, I anything don't need to be told every two minutes. If you drink, if you drink an excess of water, it can make your brain expand and you die. So anything you drink in excess, of, you know, consume anything well, to excess. Well, 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 what you just done? You've just slid in a load of crap there as well. What's that? 
Now, I've heard of that. People drinking too much water and it causes some sort of brain injury. It causes some sort of expansion, <laughs> you know, like to excess. It, drinking yeah. too much water gives you a brain injury. Right. You sound exactly <laughs> like people. I don't know. Not, not like everyone should have eight glasses a day. If you have 12 glasses a day, you're going to get a brain injury. I mean, like if you drank 20 litres of water a day, you know, it would be insane. So it can, it can cause health problems, anything. And, totally, it would, yeah. Yeah, and when I, don't, talk, I don't drink that much per You're day. talking about human waste. Most products that your body doesn't want, it will get rid of in waste. Or if there's something serious like poisoning you, it will make you throw up. It will make you ill. You know, it gets rid of it pretty quickly yes there's things over time that have been proven to not be good for you like when tobacco was first a thing you can see adverts in the 40s and 50s that say smoke it's good for you and then people realize now it can cause health issues so absolutely on that one though that's a good one that ben sorry to interrupt you again very rude but um (laughs) one of the piece of advice things that i've got here that i found is firemen they used to a piece of advice was for new fire people back in the day was to take up smoking because right. it will help your lungs oh, become like get accustomed used to, to inhaling ah. smoke. Yeah, that's yeah. They, that was that used to be the advice for them. And wow, you think that's that's mental. <laughs> it's mental. I seem to remember. I could be wrong. My mum will probably have a go at me for this one as well. Uh, I seem to remember. I think my grandma started smoking because the doctor prescribed it. Yeah, that, it's just amazing. I, or, or something. I seem to remember a story of someone starting smoking because the doctor said, yeah, I've 10 of these a day, you'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> you got a cough, this will sort you out. Yeah. <laughs> it is weird to think on the, you know, like you say, people telling you not to do something, if it's something you like, you're naturally going to be defensive about it. But there has been instances over time of things that were thought to be okay being proven to be dodgy, like cigarettes now. You know, now there's a thing of red meat, having a lot of red meat. People are worried, does it is it cause does it cause cancer in some way who's to say in 50 years time they might not say yeah coca-cola has caused a lot of people to be ill and they might stop people doing it but it's not like suddenly all these things happen and people's life expectancy increases by 20 years you know humans have lived for the roughly between 70 and 90 years for over 100 years you know it's not there's nothing crazy going on that's suddenly going to make us live massively longer so what's the point you know yeah and there is something about that red meat thing that was heavily and again i'm i'm paraphrasing here but like gareth uh, evans who we had on yeah uh, last year he was a fitness instructor and he 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 reads all these um the, the full documents of everything that was put in this like cowspiracy and stuff like that yeah yeah, and apparently yeah. They really fudged all the information to make it read that all this meat and bacon and that gives you uh, cancer and stuff. Because if you actually read the full report, there was I think there was this thing where they said after you've eaten bacon, your blood levels and everything looks like this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but then what he was when he read the thing is that when you eat anything, your blood levels look like this. Right, they, yeah. They, they specifically said, oh, when you have bacon, it yeah. looks like this. So... Like they were basically fudging it to make their own. But that's with any experiment, people. I get a feeling with a lot of things, studies that take place or whatever for health reasons, people start it wanting to get a certain result. So then they look for things that show that result and ignore other things. And you get so many skewed studies and whatever that aren't necessarily conducted in the right way so well it's all unconscious bias isn't it when they when you start doing something you start looking for the things that prove your point of view which is an unconscious bias of of, everybody does that they're like you you try and twist things to to even me with the round i just went on you know at the end of the day i know coke's bad for you yeah i know plastic is an issue but you were merging two arguments together to make one which didn't work. That's that just was my only thing. That's just reminding me of something brilliant that a friend of my dad's did about 20 years ago. There was a book that became quite popular around about 20, 25 years ago called The Bible Code. And it was some guy who'd found the original or an original writing of the Bible in Hebrew or something, and then found like if you read it left to right how we normally read 
there was some coded message if you took like one letter from one line and a letter from a line beneath it and and it spelled out all things that had happened in history and this guy was it's impossible <laughs> like if you're looking for something you can find it this mate of my dad's then did the same thing with the highway code and found all stuff <laughs> about my dad and uncle's act and you could find like comedians and pantomime and Birmingham all crossing over each other and stuff. You know, you could make up anything you wanted and it was hilarious. All stuff like that is absolutely crazy. And yeah, experiments, people can have unconscious bias and make it how they make it seem a certain way because they want it to look that way. So yeah, definitely. Now we've got 15 minutes into this podcast and we haven't done your two lies and a truth or we haven't done any kind of facts or anything like that i don't know maybe well, i'm not gonna lie i don't have two lies and the truth so we'll, <laughs> we'll rock on with your facts and well my fact one, is then. simply because we're talking about advice whether it's wanted or not and you did say we're not going to be focusing on the citizens advice bureau but that is an amazing organization when you think about it if basically you're struggling with anything and there's anything you want to know information about on a kind of official level or otherwise you can call the citizens advice bureau and they can tell you where to go to sort out your problem and i had no idea apparently the citizens advice bureau started in september 1939 so oh, really? you know around about the time of world war ii starting <laughs> was there a load of people going what do i do about war and they said we should start an official organization but yeah so it's <laughs> It's been um, over 80 years old, the, the actual organisation. I had a dispute once with a landlord and went to the Citizens Advice Bureau for how to resolve it because we rented a property not very long ago, about sort of 10 years ago, and they have to put your deposit in a special sort of account, don't they, where it can't be touched by it from an independent organisation. And I can't remember how I found the proof, but I found out this woman hadn't done this. And then at the end of the tenancy, she was trying to claim more from our deposit that was reasonably fair. And I had to speak to the Citizens Advisor Bureau to sort it. And in the end, sent messages and um, she ended up compromising with us and it, it ended up being OK. But I remember thinking I if I had money to do it, I could have taken her to court because I knew she hadn't put our deposit in this correct account. So um, that was a bit dodgy, but it all got resolved. Yeah. Have you ever contacted Citizens Advice Bureau? Uh, I have uh, a couple of times. Uh, one, um, the last year, I, I've got, uh, unfortunately, I have a bit of a nasty neighbour oh, who right. lives next to me who is constantly going on about Pepsi um, Max <laughs> no he's <laughs> going on about trying to move my fence he seems to think that despite the fact that I've yeah okay yeah basically the, the, the fence goes out at a bit of an angle and he says it's going on to his land and we are talking literally about five ten centimeters worth of land oh wow but it's not a straight fence however right. It is a fence that is, I've had absolutely nothing to do with. I bought it when it was there in 2004. Well, my family bought it there yeah. in 2004. I've been here for like 18 years now, and that fence has never been in dispute. This new person's moved in next door, and now it's in dispute. And he keeps threatening that when I'm out one day, he's going to dig the fence up and move it. <laughs> but obviously, I've got decking and everything next. And basically, it would be a huge undertaking to do this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I found out that the freehold of that building is owned by the council. So I had to contact the council. Uh, I had to contact Citizens Advice. Still, what do I do about this? If he does anything, have I got any late to stand on? Yeah. And yeah, they were very helpful. And basically, the statute of limitations on any land dispute is 12 years, which okay. I've well overdone. And my freeholder is well overdone. So they've, even the council have got no right to move it. But then the council sent me this letter saying, if we wanted to move it, we would, but we find that it's not cost-effective for us to move it for the amount of land that we'll be taking back. Yeah. So, so something like they, they're granting us this land, and I'm like, no, you're not, pal. This is my, like, there's none of this, if you change your mind, you're taking it back. Yeah. It's absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> so, yeah, I contacted them for that. Uh, what benefit they, is they there to nice the neighbour, though, of getting back five or ten centimetres? Why is he upset? But why does he want that? I, Mate, 
I've got no idea what his issue is. I, right. He's just one of those people. Right. I think he's, uh, from what I can understand, unemployed, and I think he has a brain injury. He used to be a builder, which is why he's unemployed now. I think he fell and he's got a brain injury. Okay. And so whether that sets something off or whether he's got some form of OCD and because it's not straight, it, you know, if he'd have come to me and said, oh, this is a big issue for me. I might have even said, all right, well, let's work out a way that we could move it on. To- I'm not yeah, bothered yeah, about yeah. 10 centimetres. It was the whole, well, next time you're out, I'm going to move this fence. <laughs> it, was, it was the total approach. There's, yeah, there's a way yeah, of yeah. Approaching. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then he was threatening me, saying that his his uh, cousin or something is a barrister, and he spoke to his barrister, and he's told me that I can move this. And then I just said you're wrong on so many levels because you're the leaseholder not the freeholder you got no authority over moving the land space yeah without yeah anyway it's a big conversation but yeah they are very helpful they are very you know that type of advice is fine yeah and the fact that it's free is amazing and the fact that you can get quality information when needed um it, it's a good service for for everybody to be yeah fair. absolutely yeah 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 and- i'm talking i'm talking about nosy idiotic people who think they have the right to just go up to people and say, do you know what you should do? <laughs> well, those are the people that wind me up. Here's an example of something. And admittedly, the person who I think is in the wrong in this instance is someone who I knew sort of a family friend, but I still cannot believe she genuinely did this. She said she can't help herself when she sees overweight people eating something that's going to make them overweight and i was like all right well what do you mean you can't help yourself and th- this is someone older than me she was about 20 years She'll older love than me however this woman she was on a tube train and there was a quite a large woman eating an ice cream on a tube train who's a complete stranger to this woman and she genuinely went up to this woman and went do you really think you should be eating that I was like, that's so offensive. I cannot believe you actually did that. We were sort of laughing about it because it was hilarious, but she had no remorse for having said it. It wasn't like she realised she'd been out of order and wouldn't do it again. And everyone was saying to her, you can't say that to someone. It's a... Who knows why anybody is the the state that they are currently in, whether they're skinny, whether they're not skinny, whatever. You know, just to do that, I cannot believe anyone would actually do that. Yeah, that kind of stuff is what annoys me. Um, yeah. And maybe it's because I've just had a life of people poking the nose in where it doesn't belong. <laughs> but then you've got to be careful because I try and think about times when, have I ever done it? Like most times I've given any sort of advice myself, I've kind of been asked. I don't usually voluntarily go up to people and say, do you know what, I think this is what's that. <laughs> but if people say, what do you think of this, then I'm probably Mr... Yeah, I'll do this. But I've been asked, so to me, that's exactly. If someone asks your opinion on something, they they should want to hear your opinion. It's equally unreasonable to go, "What do you think of this?" And then you go, "I think this," and then they go, "Well, that's crap. Go away." You know, they may not agree with it. Entitled to do that if they're looking for a different opinion and they don't like that opinion, then totally, they're fine. If they don't like what I say, absolutely fine with that. Yeah, but I can't. I can't. There's, there's people who know me listening and have probably said, yeah, you do it all the time. I can't remember a time <laughs> when I've just randomly gone up and said, I think you would be better by doing this. Um, and this is what annoys me with the whole, th- like influencers and stuff now today as well. That whole, the term annoys me. Yeah. Like just being an, who, who and why do you, th- like what, I don't even follow any of them. So I, don't, I actually don't know a lot of the stuff that they do, but they're essentially just, saying life will be better if you just do what i do yeah there's a guy i watch on tiktok at sometimes and it's brilliant because he deliberately finds videos from sort of health coaches and life coaches and plays a 10 15 second clip of someone going i've been drinking water just before i go to bed every night with some lemon in it and i've lost half a stone you should do the same and he just goes on this thing and then looks at the science behind it and says they're talking utter shit if anybody did this this would happen if you do this this would happen it's different for different people please ignore this person and he just basically finds influencers posts that are crap and proves that they're crap and i think it's awesome and he does it in quite an aggressive way as well which is very funny so um that's always quite satisfying but yeah that's the weird thing with social media and videos now just this sort of uprising of people 
telling other people what to do in order to be successful or better. And a load of it can be absolute crap. That's the dangerous thing. People can believe everything and it, half of it's rubbish. Is one person I do like. If you ever go onto YouTube or I think you became famous on TikTok and stuff like that, but uh, is it uh, KB Lame? Carby? Carby? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Carby. Yeah. I know yeah. the guy who just K H A B Y and then L A M E. Yeah, oh, it could be Lamy or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he takes all these life hacks that people do. Like people do all these life hacks videos. Like you know, if you take yeah. a paper clip and <laughs> shove it into a cup, it suddenly becomes a handle. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> he proper just rips them to shreds. Yeah, and I find him hilarious. <clears throat> it's but that anybody's face. Go, yeah, get on YouTube now and Google K B Lame or Carby Lamy, whatever they call him. Yeah. K-H-A-B-Y-L-A-M-E. <clears throat> Watch some of his videos because he is hysterical and so true. And it's just people who do all these things, like a life hack, they call it, where they make something out of something else in order to be yeah. something. Yeah. When you can just use your hand. It's so funny and really good. If we're giving out advice of good <laughs> videos to be watching, I've just seen, started seeing a bloke on TikTok, and it, what the idea of what he does is very funny. It's not giving people advice, but he puts on a sort of shiny purple, almost smoking jacket, and goes at stands in crap places all around and acts like a greeter for people going in, even though he hasn't been asked to. <laughs> the one I just saw, he was outside Primark and he's quite well-spoken, but he's only sort of mid to late twenties. He looks. And as people are going in, he's like, hello, welcome to Primark. Have a wonderful time in the store. And they're just going, in. he's like, thank you so much for coming to Primark. He said, where you can buy a t-shirt for the price of a sandwich. And he's just greeting people as they go in, taking a piss. And there was some guy saying something and he obviously said something disparaging about himself. And this guy went, don't put yourself down. You look like an absolute champion, sir. Welcome to Primark. Have a wonderful day. And it's just brilliant knowing that the store hasn't asked him to be there. And all these people are going in. I can't remember the other locations I've seen him do it. I think it was at the TK Max or something. And you just stand outside greeting people as they go in. Uh, his name is well, Troy. That's just him going around doing this. Just to he? make funny videos. He's on. He must be on YouTube and TikTok. His name's Troy something. I'll try and look find out what right, it was. But he's he's doing it for funny videos. So he's not. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh no, it's mental. not. It's not a service or anything like that. It's just being stupid. Here he is, Troy Hawk, at Troy underscore Hawk, H-A-W-K-E. Just look, it is very funny. There's one <laughs> one with Primark I'm looking at. I can see, uh, oh, well, I can't see two. Oh, W.H. Smith's is <laughs> outside. There's loads of them, but it's a, it's a funny idea. Definitely. Well, have a look watching. at them and see, and see what he's doing. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Well, some of the worst people are these influencers and celebrities. So I, I've got a list here of some of the worst advice that Ooh. celebrities have given to the public. <laughs> okay, nice. Yeah. Go on then. Uh, and this is going from um, what we're we going from. Don't know, because a big advert has popped up in front of the thing. I've got some advice for whoever does pop-up adverts. Go <laughs> and kill yourself. You know, anything I see an advert for, when there's a, an advert you can't get out of on YouTube before a video you want to watch, or very repetitive adverts on TV, I actually actively think to myself, I am not going to buy anything I see on these adverts because they wind me up so much. It's sort of counterproductive. When I see them, it makes me not like the product. Uh, I mean, the biggest one, uh, of course, is Gwyneth Paltrow, who is literally off a rocker. I don't know if you've <laughs> ever seen anything that Gwyneth Paltrow does. She's completely just... Well, aside from calling her daughter Apple, <clears throat> um, I don't know anything else. I know she's sort of promoted stuff. There was something about something, some weird doing something to your female genitals, wasn't it, that she did? I can't remember. Yeah, she does this vaginal steaming. That's it, um, yeah. Which is a way to relax the vagina and create a healthy balance. So <laughs> you get a steamer, basically, and you 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 steam your lady parts. Um, 
which is actually not recommended by doctors, uh, it says on this thing over here. Right, right. Uh, number 15 is Kardashian torture devices known as the waist trainers, which is essentially a hyper-built corset that is supposed to give you this figure-eight look. Okay. So every day you wear this thing that will um, tighten around your stomach. So oh, wow. it brings it in, and it's to train your body to go into the hourglass. Right. Figure. Okay. Um, but obviously you are impacting and crushing all your bodily organs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And hence hence the reason we don't have corsets anymore, Kardashians. <laughs> um, uh, that is one. 14 is Snooky. Don't you remember Snooky? She uh, was famous for five minutes a while ago. I, I do faintly remember. Yeah. Yeah, I only know her because she happened to appear on the wrestling one time, but that's about Oh, it. okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, she actually has uh, promoted doing kitty litter facials. What? <laughs> exactly as it sounds, mate. Exactly as it sounds. This is uh, kitty litter, which is made of all sorts of chemicals. Rub that on your face, and that will give you perfectly clean skin, apparently. What? And it gets rid of dead skin cells and cells living, uh, leaving behind smooth Refreshed, youthful-looking skin. Mm. Um, it's cat litter. <laughs> it's for soaking up urine and feces, and you want to stick it on your face. Insane mess. Oh, dear. Yeah, okay. Taylor Swift, yeah. Taylor Swift is obsessed with makeup, and one day, woe and behold, she didn't have any makeup on when she was on the train. Oh dear! Oh no! Disaster! What is her life hack that she promoted on Twitter for this? Right. Use Sharpie to do your <laughs> eyeliner. Oh no! <laughs> a chemically, uh, a thing that literally says on it, "Don't stick it in your eye." Put that on your eye. See how that works for you. You'll get the perfect eyeline. Of course. And you won't be able to get rid of it for a long time. Oh dear. Right. These brilliant. people are mental, mate. Absolutely <laughs> mental. Giselle Bunchen, don't know who she is. She was care. a supermodel, yeah. Used to be with she Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. yeah. She says sunscreen is bad. She advocates not putting any chemicals on your skin whatsoever. And letting it burn. Right. Yeah, but get cancer instead. <laughs> Stupid idiots, this woman. Yeah. Beyonce advocated the master cleanse. I do remember about this actually. So the master cleanse is this thing where she literally for like 30 days um she drank um I don't know why I'm trying to guess. I've got the information here. Uh hang on. Um I can't remember the mixture, but for 30 days she drank nothing. Oh that was it. Cayenne pepper, water and syrup for 30 days. No food whatsoever. No miraculously, food. Miraculously. No, oh, yeah. miraculously she lost a load of weight. <laughs> of course you did you're not eating anything why are you advising this you can kill someone I love how annoyed you get I just get I find I, this, these people put this on their streams social media people follow them by the thousands yeah. and yet this is what we're looking at here's the weirdest one for me this is number 10 I can't believe it but this is number 10 Demi Moore of yeah. all people, yeah, uh, advocates a leech detox, sticking leeches to blood sucking <laughs> creatures to you to work like a detox for the skin. Apparently, it's like a facelift. Wow, okay. it's sucking all the blood out of you. <laughs> What's wrong with them? <laughs> Have you got any more? Because this is having an effect on your blood pressure. I think my advice is to just take it easy before you read the next yeah. one. But yeah. <laughs> Victoria Beckham, she uses bird poop on her face. What? And then and then the other Beckham goes and kisses it. That's yeah. bizarre, isn't it? Wow. Um yeah, who'd have thought not just any boot but oh, not just any bird poop will do though. It has to be the poop of a nightingale. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't know what's going oh, on. Oh, God. Yeah, because that's... Their excrement different. is collected from the Japanese island of Kyushu, and while visiting Japan, she found out about this gross facial. <laughs> so it's specific nightingale poo that is collected in Japan. She, she, I bet she spends thousands on this as well. Yeah. <laughs> to get this uh, bird poo that she puts on her face. Uh, although doctors warn about rubbing bird excrement into one's face. Because um, <laughs> <laughs> it's got no bits of worms. That it helps it? the skin. Yeah. There is no proof that it helps the skin look younger. Or oh, that's, at all. that is ridiculous. I'm going to pause there and let you talk for a bit. <laughs> that is amazing. But that's reminded me. I don't know if I've talked about this on this podcast before, but. Some people may be aware that when rabbits go to the toilet, they they go, then they eat it again, and then they go a second time. It's like their bodies don't fully get rid of all, like they accidentally get rid of some good stuff as well. So then they eat it again, and then it comes out a second time. There's a, a creature in South America called a civet cat, and I don't know what, I think it's a bit like a meerkat. But there's something where if you collect its crap at a certain stage of it, it's like it goes through processes like a rabbit. You can put water through it and mix it with coffee and it makes this unbelievably luxurious coffee. And why that has become a thing, I have no idea. But a friend of mine used to be heavily into coffee. And I know there's a place in Soho you can go like this luxury coffee bean shop. And the most expensive coffee was this stuff that has been crapped out by a civet cat. And it's it's sort of like 20 times more expensive than the most expensive coffee beans you get in a supermarket. And you're like, who wants, who goes, oh, that tastes so much better than any other coffee. And it, knowing that it's been through the body of some weird rodent in South America. I'm like, why? Uh, a few questions here. Uh, why is, why that specific cat? Like what, what does, what process does that? I, d- I don't know. If no, it... that's, the, that's, the, that's not the question to ask. The question to ask is, who first tried this? Yeah. <laughs> who, who, it's like the guy at the football who takes his top off and everyone goes, oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Why Why did someone think uh, he must... And, and also, how does he know that it's this specific cat? I say he. Yeah. How do they, like, so someone must have been experimenting with putting coffee with various different amounts of poo. Yeah. Or eating what what is it he feeds it to them and they're I, don't, I think i don't know if they eat coffee and then crap it out and then it's collected and then it's it goes through a drying process or whatever i don't i haven't fully researched that but yeah like you say who was the first person that went all this crap i'll dry it and then i'll put water with it and oh it tastes nice it's like what? but equally this is getting off topic a little bit it fascinates no, me I'm, who i'm gonna, I'm gonna come yeah, well, who was the first? Oh, go on, no, go, go on. on, confound me then. It kind of makes sense, though, doesn't it? If if this is an animal that only eats the coffee bean, yeah, then logic and and the process of going through a body system where it does extract impurities and yeah. stuff like that. Maybe there is a logic to trying that. Well, possibly, but that fascinates me. Who did it first? Who was the person that was like, yeah, I'll try that. But equally, I've heard this before. Who was the first person that milked a cow and thought, I'm going to drink that? (laughs) It's like maybe they were desperately thirsty and was like, yeah. Uh, But it's weird, isn't it? Because if you don't, well, I don't know. The origins of milking is very bizarre and something we may come to terms with in the rest of this podcast. It is true. A lot of things that we do that you think, yeah, why would why would that? Yeah, milking a cow is weird because you kind of think, is it milk? You don't know what it is. So, yeah, it is, it is weird that we consume so many things from animals that if you think about the first time anybody tried to do it, it was probably a bit gross and a bit weird. <laughs> and we've now got a process for getting the stuff more easily. Do you think... Yeah. Do you th- do you think as many people would eat meat if they had to hunt the animals themselves and kill it? Well, we did. No, I know we did, but it's so sort of readily available now and people can kind of put aside the animal cruelty aspect because they don't have to kill the animal, you know. Well, if we, if, if, so what you're 
we'd just be like we were back then, though. So, like, it'd be... Yeah, I guess without you'd the to farming it process, we wouldn't have evolved anyway. The reason we sit back and go, "Oh, I don't, wanna, I'm not doing this," or we have these opinions now, is because society has changed. Yeah, otherwise yeah. society would still be doing yeah. what they're doing in in the past. Yeah, that's which is both point. you know good and bad points to that, though, isn't there? Like, um, uh, it's it's hard because I, I do I don't like the cruelty to animals thing i think that's a very valid point but i i also uh i I do believe a lot of the animals we have around now are kind of here because we've bred them for the purposes of what like they wouldn't have i don't know if they would have survived as long as they have generationally yeah i say yeah yeah. bred and looked after them for the purposes of keeping them and eat yeah they would have been left to fend for themselves and they can't even go downstairs it's yeah, but it is weird to think of whole groups of animals only existing because somewhere down the line they're going to be killed so we can consume them. You know, it's, it's it is yeah, yeah. But anyway, okay. Now here's something I wanted to get on that might be a little bit more light-hearted on the topic of advice, whether it's good or bad. Something just sparks in the back of my mind that one time people ask for advice is when they write into agony aunts. And I used to be fascinated with the Dear Deirdre column in the Sun newspaper when I was a teenager, mainly because Did you write some- in? <laughs> I never wrote in. It's like Dear Deirdre, what do you do when it's too big? Um, no, I didn't do that. Uh, what I liked about Dear Deirdre was it was very often about relationships and a bit weird and stuff like that. I just went online and did some research of the weirdest things ever asked to agony columns. And this admittedly was done on the Daily Mail's website, but it is brilliant. So I'm going to read out some of these and just see what you, how you would answer them, Martin. Um, what you're reading the question or the what's yeah this is the thing that was the question that was asked to the agony various agony columns all over the world i'm not going to give you the response just the just the question this is brilliant right last night i was naked and playing poker with my wife a poker chip accidentally fell into her vagina is there any chance of pregnancy that's the question. <laughs> this isn't serious. It, is, it was what? genuinely sent in. Well, that got that got published in the Daily Mail. No, no, this none of the this article is someone <laughs> in the Daily Mail trawling the internet for some of the weirder ones. And I think this was in India. Uh, but their response to this, the person that actually responded said, obviously you're a novice player. Stick to the table and ensure you do not swallow the chip either way, vagina or gullet. A pregnancy will not occur. Chips do not contain sperm. <laughs> is it, right, hang on. And in the question, he said with his wife. So this is an old guy. This isn't a kid who doesn't know how yeah, sex works. This is someone this who's is a- married. Who was playing our sex works? <laughs> who was playing poker <laughs> with his wife, and the poker chip fell into her lady area. So yeah, bizarre. <clears throat> a lot of these are sexual. Maybe a lot of them are in in India. This is another one in India. This is great. I think that's someone taking the mic. That. Well, and I realise many agony columns maybe don't get enough people that write in, and so they have to make stuff up. But here's one. I'm a 63-year-old married man. Are there any medicines to sexually excite a woman? I have a 50-year-old neighbour who could benefit from it as she has lost her desire to have sex. Do help. (laughs) That's what the message said. So Viagra. Oh, for her. He didn't know about the existence of Viagra. Well, whether it... I don't know. He's obviously saying... (laughs) he, He needs help. Yeah, but he's clearly the man to give the help, as far as he's saying. Uh, this, <laughs> this, I don't even know what to say to that. Really no, cool. this is one of my favourites. <clears throat> I really like this girl at work, but I'm not quite sure how to broach the subject. She always seems interested when I talk to her, but I've heard she has a boyfriend. Should I send her a picture of my penis? <laughs> <laughs> (laughs) 
<laughs> and it doesn't show the whole reply. <laughs> but the reply says, firstly, no, you should definitely not send her a picture of your penis. As that oh, would I'd have gone with yes. As that would definitely constitute sexual harassment. Oh, dear. So a lot of these... I'd have been out there. I'd have gone with, yeah, totally. Why not? <laughs> Just do it. See what happens. Uh, here's have, a good have one. You, have you ever done the old dick pic? Never, ever, ever in my life, ever. Nah, no, me. Nah, not me either. It's Too not... ashamed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's hard enough looking at it. You don't want to think yeah, for yeah. posterity. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't want to see it. Why would I put it on two <laughs> Uh, here's a good one. <clears throat> um, this again is in Mumbai, so maybe a lot of people in India are a bit need help sexually. It's idiotic. Yeah, I am 43 years old. My wife believes that I am having an extramarital affair, but it's not true. Every day she applies nail polish to my penis to check if I'm being unfaithful. I feel a burning sensation and it hurts me. Please help. Why is she putting nail polish on his penis? How would that prove or disprove? I guess if it's not there at the end of the day, he's, um, he's put it somewhere he shouldn't have put it. I I don't know. <laughs> I so, can't even... I can't even... Get out of that relationship. <laughs> that That's a horrible thing to do to another person, for one. Yeah. Two, if you don't trust each... I, I'm actually getting involved now. If you don't <laughs> trust each other, then... Then don't do it. You should but be an also, ugly uncle. Yeah. But also, what's to stop him just having sex and reapplying it anyway? Well, has he considered that? Yeah. Have it both ways. Uh, but it's, I think it's the burning sensation he doesn't like. <laughs> anyway, here's a non-sexual. Oh, oh, right. oh he's, he's fine with everything else. It's, <laughs> it's, it's the nail polish that's the issue. Right. I see. Here's a non-sexual one, which is Taylor, pretty Taylor Swift would suggest the Sharpie. <laughs> yeah. right how do you how do you answer this dear victoria uh oh hang on where's this from oh it doesn't say oh no gq magazine it's from david <laughs> dear victoria my flatmate keeps borrowing my watches without asking i find this very annoying especially when it's the brightling which is my get lucky watch but i don't want to seem uptight how can i stop him <laughs> This is <laughs> real, Ben. This is just... My I, I, keeps... I feel like you're punking me in some way. I'm really so not. His flatmate nicks his watch, and so he just, he's that distraught, he writes to a national newspaper. <laughs> or, or something else. <laughs> Their brilliant reply in GQ was, you have a designer watch collection, but you can't afford to live alone? Are you a burglar? <laughs> 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 Which Fair. is awesome. Yeah, fair point. Oh dear, this oh, uh, my flatmate keeps nicking all my stuff. I can't do nothing about it. <laughs> Here's a good one. I've fallen for a girl, but she's an anime character. Is this bad? <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, Have you ever heard of that that uh, objectophilia where you people who fall in love with inanimate objects? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's like a genuine thing. That's a bit weird as well. Uh, right. That just reminded me of it. I've, I'm just going to finish with this one because it's the craziest. I'm a 35-year-old man. My wife has a strange... <laughs> My wife has a strange habit of urinating in the tea she serves guests at our home. She says it gives her a kick. Though I was shocked at first, I have started enjoying it too. In fact, I do the same when making tea for guests. I've heard that drinking urine is not harmful. Is it safe to continue doing this? <laughs> oh, dear. Come on, these aren't real. <laughs> Why would you even need to ask? Why would you? <coughs> oh, dear. Why... <clears throat> I don't even know why you'd even do that. Yeah. Absolutely stupid. <laughs> On another note, Patty Stanger, also known as the millionaire matchmaker, right, loves giving advice to people on dating. One pillar of wisdom she spouted off was to only date when you are at your lowest weight. <laughs> What a great idea. 
Yeah, so don't go dating if you're a fatty. She'll probably get on with your mate. No, but hang on. If there's a fatty who's never been not fat, that could be their lowest weight. So it's fine. You know, how do you know when you're at your lowest weight, you might be able to lose another pound? You know, it's... see what you did there, Ben, but I still think that's a bit of fat shaming going on there, despite (laughs) what size you are. Uh, Jenny McCarthy is the queen of anti-vaccines. She says that vaccines cause autism. Right, okay. Uh, And disorders and illnesses. Um, She also claims that she has cured her son's autism through various behavioural therapies and diets. So various behavioural therapies, as in getting him to see a professional who can help with that kind of thing. It's not really curing autism, is it? As in recognising... You can't cure autism, mate, but you can, you you, you know... Uh, One, she she really, if she has put that, it's bad form. She shouldn't look at it as... Yeah, uh, needing a cure, yeah. Yes, you should look at it as, you know, helping him through life, and it's not a thing like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Shailene Woodley, who I believe is the actress from the Divergent films. Oh, yeah. Yeah. memory. Uh, She tells people to eat clay (laughs) to remove harmful heavy metals from their bodies. While eating clay isn't going to kill anyone, it will cause constipation. I am all for holistic and natural treatments. I am not into propaganda and scare tactics by celebs, Uh, which is true. She's saying that if you eat clay, it will get rid of all these heavy metals from your bloodstream. It can also mess up your body. I mean... The, and she's probably the type of person who'll have a go at me for drinking Pepsi. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, what else? G- Gwyneth Paltrow again, jade eggs. She says, yes, you've got to put jade eggs up your vagina. Oh, God. Uh, uh, apparently. And this will improve muscle tone, hormone balance, and female oh, feminine energy in general. Okay. Yes, they also, or from a doctor's point of view, says this little egg can cause toxic shock <clears throat> syndrome and bacterial vaginosis. So, you know, have a little think about it before you shove one of them um, where it, it shouldn't be. Yeah. I've just found online a BuzzFeed site uh, who asked people for the worst advice they'd ever received, and they've just put a list of people's re- responses, <laughs> one of which was... In my early 20s, my stepdad encouraged us, my sister, my brother and I, to max out our credit cards, then file for bankruptcy. My sister did it. My brother did it. I didn't. He's insulted me for years for being stupid. What? <laughs> wow. Well, these are people who are living off state benefits or something, are they? I, I have no idea. The, someone said the worst advice they ever received was invest in DVDs because you can pawn them for cash when you need money. <laughs> oh, dear. I, wonder, I wonder how that's working out for them. I'm going <laughs> from a skinny person. A skinny person told a fat person, eat as much as you like, like I do, and you lose weight. <laughs> Brilliant. Ah. Uh... Someone sent into BuzzFeed the worst advice they've ever given. My grandmother told me that if I wanted to stop being poor, I should find a job in logistics or warehousing. I was literally managing a warehouse at the time. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. <coughs> That's excuse my cough as well, by the way. Um, okay. Yeah, one weird thing. This woman, uh, again, a site where people have written in some of the worst advice that they've been given. Someone's mum told them to put deodorant not only on your armpits, but on your knee pits, <laughs> which, which caused her to have some weird adverse reaction to it. And she had like these skin grafts on her knees afterwards because it literally like burnt her knees somehow. Oh, God. Brilliant. I'm trying to find some more weird things on here. There's loads. And it is this thing of just people thinking that they know better than everybody else about their life without even sort of trying to um, find out the information of their life. People just think, yeah, I know what's best for you because it's good for me. And that's the annoying thing um, about all of this stuff. I mean, some of it is funny. Some of it is just outright ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. 
Here's, but the here's, celebrity stuff is the most dangerous. Well, absolutely, because they do have an influence and people will respond to it. Here's one. A lawyer said I should just admit that I did it. I denied it and the case was dismissed. <laughs> uh, that's good from a lawyer if they know you haven't done it. Just admit it. It'd be yeah. easier for everyone. Bit bizarre. This, this one here... Um... This woman, she bought a car that smelled like cigarettes and was told that vinegar would fix it. Now my car just smells like pickled cigarettes. <laughs> uh, which is true. I remember my dad bought a car off my uncle once who was a heavy smoker and he couldn't deal with the smoke in there. So I think he just, I think it was, I want to say lemons. I think he just used to like cut lemons up and like put them all around the car to try and get rid of this. Just <laughs> nothing worked. Like if you if you buy a car from a smoker, you're just gonna have to deal with a car that smells like because leather, like yeah. just gets ingrained into. No matter how nice the car is, it ain't worth it. I think he ended up getting rid of it because I don't remember the car being around that one. This is brilliant. Um, what I've just found. This is a bit more of a joke, really, but it's <laughs> very good. My dad told me the broken escalator was voice activated. I spent ten minutes shouting "Go up!" before he told me it was broken. <laughs> That's cool. Now this is just people playing jokes, I think. My brother said preparation H can be used as a toothpaste alternative. My lips shriveled up and I couldn't stop whistling for a week. <laughs> I'm assuming that's some sort of hemorrhoid cream, is it? Preparation yeah, H? yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he- I think this must a- be an American one because I don't know. In a- this sorry. is a joke, but it's funny. Dad. First day of school, going to lunch and just punch the biggest kid. Nobody will mess with you then, but I'm a teacher. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Mum said, I should always say what's on my mind. That advice is why I was called into HR today. (laughs) Uh, Here's the thing that you used to do. There's an old advert here that says... um, to put well two advert things that i found are quite one is an advert for a double barreled cigarette holder so you can oh, smoke so two can have two cigarettes at once. <laughs> at once now whoever invented that was a moron um, yeah but the other thing was here is um it, it's an ad it, it's kind of some not an advert i'm assuming it's real because it looks old is to burn old flashlight batteries in the fireplace now and then the burning zinc may help prevent soot formation and the metals and chemicals make colourful flames. So they were telling you to throw your batteries on the fire. the fire. Wow. Now, hang on. Now, admittedly, we've only now probably got about two and a half minutes left of this podcast. I think we should finish off racking our brains for a good piece of advice to leave our listeners with. I can think of one. Um that is, it sounds like it can't possibly be good, but it actually is. Someone told this to my dad in the like the 70s or 80s when he had an upset stomach and had to go on stage. And lots of people have said about Dr. Theatre and adrenaline getting you through. But if you have a badly upset stomach and you have a drink of port mixed with brandy, so a shot of port and a shot of brandy, it instantly settles your stomach. And I remember thinking that has to be crap. And that's exactly what my dad thought. I've seen him tell about 10 people over the years I've been working with him and they've gone, oh God, but it absolutely works. So if you have an upset stomach and you happen to have at home some port and some brandy, a little shot of each and it will settle your stomach. That is my bit of advice at the end of this podcast. Um, I've got a couple of old adverts here that I still think is quite good. Let this magical mineral, asbestos, protect your buildings (laughs) on your farm. (laughs) So a less positive one from you there near the end. Okay. (laughs) Can't afford a vacation? Just drink until you don't know where you are. (laughs) (laughs) No, that is good. That is actually good. Or until you're lost and can't remember your way home, then you'll have to stay somewhere else. (laughs) And here's a really good one. You'll like this one, Ben. This is um, a picture of a small baby with a happy mum. The baby is smiling. How soon is too soon? For a better start in life, start cola earlier. (laughs) 
Well, I think it's fitting we finish with that and come full circle. Pepsi Max at the beginning, Cola as a baby at the end. It's been brilliant bringing you bits of advice, good and bad. I uh, hope you've enjoyed the show. Please catch up on previous episodes. There's over can, 50 to go Can back I just, hang on before you close, can I just read the benefits of Cola here? It, pro- it promotes active lifestyle. Right. It bo- boosts personality. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And it gives body essential sugars. <laughs> there we go. If, if you needed the benefits of cola, now <coughs> you know. Check us out on Twitter, at Feud Thoughts. If you send us a message or suggest topics, we will give you a shout-out in a future episode, and we may well discuss your topic as well. At Feud Thoughts on Twitter. Find us there. Catch up on our old episodes from wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. But now from myself, Ben Simmons, and my esteemed colleague... Me, Martin Hill. It's bye for now. See you again soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.